I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Jesse Kelly Show. Jesse Kelly Show. Let's have some fun on a Thursday. Signing off after this one for just a little bit. Taking a Christmas vacation. So it's going to be an unbelievable Ask Dr. Jesse night tonight. Yeah, I'm going to get to this Congress defense bill first, and that kind of sucks. But then we have questions all over the place from primary talk, of course, food talk. Someone has a dark horse Democrat pick they think they're going to launch out there. Is it time for a new party? The Supreme Court news is good news. All that, so much more coming up tonight on the world-famous Jesse Kelly Show. Now, I don't want to spend a lot of time on this because I want to get to the questions. I don't want to, we're going to have more fun with the questions and stuff like that. But the NDAA, the National Defense Authorization Act, passed the House, passed the Senate, Biden signs it. Okay. All right. It's really, really, really bad. It's very, very, very bad. And there is a ton bad in it. Maybe the worst part of it is. The surveillance, the FISA stuff, the fact that the FBI now can continue to abuse you and me, spy on us without a warrant. It's awful. It's evil. 
And I don't know what to say. I, I, I don't know what to say other than Republicans helped them pass this. This doesn't get passed without Republican help. And, it, and I'm, not, I'm not talking about one or two Republicans either. In the House and Senate, Republicans helped them pass it. And it actually leads me to this Ask Dr. Jesse question. Dear Oracle, after the last several years of disappointment from the Republican Party, I'm wondering why us anti-communists even show any support. Do you think our time will be better spent forming and mobilizing another party that doesn't have the baggage or lack of testosterone? I'm curious to hear your thoughts. And my thoughts on this are mixed. I'll be honest with you. I know I'm supposed to just stomp my feet and put my foot down on every issue and just, this is where I think, and this is the right way. But here's what I know. I know in order to take on the Democrat machine, we need some kind of a machine. We do. We, we, we have to have it. There are things we have to have that we don't like. We do need a major party that is organized and funded and a, and, a, and a way for people to easily identify that's the opposition party. We essentially need a Republican party. However, however, if the Republican party won't actually stop them and they very clearly will not keep in mind this NDAA it doesn't just authorize all the horrible stuff for another month or two. This isn't kicking the can down the road. It's another year, a year, over a year, actually, over a year of funding, all of it, all the evil stuff. If the party we need will not respond to the, the, the aggression of the communists, and in fact, if they aid the communists in what they're doing, well, you and I find ourselves in quite a pickle, do we not? And the worst part about this, because I, I want to move on. I want to talk about other things and their mentality and, and, and many other things. But the worst part of this is this. If everyone thought like you, if everyone was involved as you are involved, you are informed, you are involved, you know what you want, you know what the right thing to do. If everyone thought that way, we would already have a new party of some kind. We would. But the problem is Norm and Norma. You've heard me harp on it before, but I really, really want to stress the primaries people sit out are more important than the general elections people show up for. And even worse than sitting out these primaries is the Norm and Norma who show up Every single time and vote for the guy who's in. If we can't start primarying out senators and congressmen, then there is no Republican Party to save. You've heard me rant about one of my own senators a million times, John Cornyn. John Cornyn is a worthless piece of crap. Every single time Democrats need Republican cover, John Cornyn is there to give it to them. And John Cornyn is not an elected Republican from the state of New York who kind of squeaked in because it's a blue state and he kind of had to act like more of a moderate. John Cornyn is a United States senator from the supposed very red state of Texas. 
And he just had a primary and 76% of Texas Republicans, not Democrats, Republicans showed up and voted for John Cornyn. John Cornyn had primary challengers. The norms and normas, they just sit at home and watch Fox News all day. I watched him on Fox News. It was interesting. Norm and Norma are killing us. Absolutely killing us. That's why Mitch McConnell's there. Lindsey Graham, you know how red South Carolina is? South Carolina, I believe percentage-wise, I know they're in the top five. For a while, it was the reddest state in the union. That's got to be Wyoming by now. But either way, it's very, very red. For the, for, the, for the point of our discussion here, it's very, very red. How is Lindsey Graham still in office in South Carolina? And if you think that's disheartening, go look. But Chris, don't make those hand motions. That's inappropriate, Chris. Although there's probably a lot of that. Anyway, go look at the primary results of Lindsey Graham in South Carolina. This blood red state. Norm. Norma going down to vote for Lindsey Graham. Because I always do. I met him. He came and spoke at our local GOP club. And he was so nice. Horrible. If we do not start getting Norm and Norma woken up and involved in primaries. 67% of the vote, Chris. Lindsey Graham got 67% of the vote in the last primary. The second place guy got 17 if we cannot start shaking Norm and Norma awake to get them involved in primaries, voting in primaries, then man alive. It is the Norm and the Norma Republican that are preventing us from getting a GOP that's actually an opposition party. That's what's killing us. These congressmen, these senators who do votes like this Defense Authorization Act today, They should be afraid to vote like that. They should be thinking about their Senate seat when they're down there on the Senate floor. Well, I mean, I really wouldn't like to pass this NDAA. After all, I'm bought off with all all this defense contractor money and stuff. But gosh, if I vote for this, I'm going to lose my Senate seat. Not one of these guys fears us. And that's a problem. These people are not near as afraid of us as they should be. And I don't mean physically. I mean, legal or, or, or uh, electorally, they have no fear of us. And it is the norm and norma. I vote Republican every time I see him on TV. He's my senator. Pathetic. Pathetic. We're moving on. I'm not going to get myself all worked up. Shogun. I took the lady to New York City this weekend for a little weekend getaway. This is, uh, anyway, I understand the system has turned it into a dump. But I was curious if the locals felt the same way I do. I made it my mission to talk to as many folks as I could. I would play the dumb tourist card. I asked drivers, bartenders, bellhops what they thought about the safety, quality, and leaders of New York City. I was shocked to the core. We did not receive a single negative response from any of these folks. My question to you is, do these casual, everyday working people actually believe this? We know what's happening there daily, the murders, the protests, the robberies. Are these people just used to this and accept it as normal? Okay, there's there's a bunch to this, but let's 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 dig into this. First of all, New Yorkers are proud of being New Yorkers. Why 
New York City is the most important city in the world. It's not the most important city in America. After World War One, it stopped being London and it started being New York City as the financial hub for the world. New York City is the most important city in the world. And people who live, work, and worship in New York City know it. And I'd be proud of that too, wouldn't you? Kind of cool. I am part of the most important city in the world. Because of that, it is more difficult to find one that will insult it. But let's let's set that aside for now. They're stepping over the homeless people. They know the crimes. Whole place smells like weed now. Why are the everyday people, not you, I'm not talking about you, why are the everyday people not more willing to be vocal about how bad it is? We'll talk about that in just a moment. I want to get to this email first. Jesse, growing up we were told never dry fire your gun. It can destroy the inner workings. However, Mantis X works with dry fire. Have weapons changed or am I missing something? Says I can use his name. His name is Richard. Listen, Dick, we... We were told the same thing too growing up. Don't dry fire your weapons. Don't dry fire your weapons. I've got some bad news for you though. <clears throat> yeah, they lied to us. That's completely untrue. Talk to, talk to a Green Beret, a Navy SEAL, a Marine. It does nothing to the inner workings of a gun to dry fire it. And when you think about that, why would it? Are you telling me it's more harmful to dry fire it than it is to put an explosive in there and have it blow up? All the professional shooters, the really, really good shooters, like I was talking about Marines, Green Berets, those types, they all dry fire all the time. It is, it, it, we did it as if it was a religion in the Marines, dry fire endlessly, endlessly, endlessly. And that's why Mantis X is so effective. It's why you will go to the range after practicing with Mantis X and you'll be stunned how much better you are without having fired a shot. MantisX.com. Go get you a Mantis X. Get it for your loved one for Christmas. They will love it. MantisX.com. We'll be back. Truth. Attitude. Jesse Kelly. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Thursday. I cannot get the smile off my face. All right. Let's let's dig into something. I wanted to play this. Well, I'll get to the Klaus Schwab thing in a minute. I want to answer this question. Guy was talking about, hey, I, I just got to New York City. I was asking everybody what they think about the crime, the, the, the degradation of New York City. You know, the, the, the crime, the homelessness, the drugs, the, the, what they're doing to the city I love so much. And the guy said, people were just singing its praises. They're not acknowledging the problem. There's an element of hopelessness that you should keep in mind when it comes to living in an area that is completely controlled by Democrats. Have you ever, I mean, have you ever talked to somebody who has lost all hope? They've tried, whatever, for, for whatever reason, in whatever way, they've lost all hope to get promoted. They've lost all hope to find love or have a child or, or whatever. It, it's hard to talk to that person, isn't it? And it's hard to reason with that person. Uh, you know, you're, uh, the, you're a girlfriend, you're, a girl you know just broke up with her, her 97th boyfriend. He didn't pop the question. I'm never getting married. It's over. It's hard to discuss any reality with her that she might meet the man tomorrow. Well, if you live, work, and worship in New York City, things have been bad. 
Now, you may remember the Bloomberg days where they're better, the Giuliani days where they're a lot better, but they were bad under de Blasio. They're bad under Eric Adams. And you feel powerless to turn it around, so you just stop complaining about it at all. People see, people know, but also remember there also is a Democrat thing to this. I told you this story before. A uh, buddy of mine, we're not close. I'm, I don't really have any Democrats that I'm close with, but a buddy of mine is a Democrat, a New Yorker. And another buddy of mine is a Republican, a New Yorker. And I actually wasn't the one prompting the conversation. My Republican New Yorker buddy was lambasting the trash and homelessness situation in New York. So it's really, really bad. It's everywhere. It's trash and homeless and drugs. It's really, really, really bad. And the Democrat New Yorker, Votes Democrat every time. He said to my buddy, my buddy about lost his mind. He said, I don't see that. Where are you seeing all this? It's, of course, everywhere. It's everywhere you go. But he can't see it because it would involve looking in the mirror and acknowledging that he's the reason for it. He's the one who caused it. And that's a hard thing for people to acknowledge. It's, it's impossible for many people. Anyway, let's get to some more questions. Oh, no, I've, I wanted to play this Klaus Schwab thing first. Klaus Schwab sat down. He had this to say, and man alive, these people. In this new world, we have to accept a transparency, and I would say even a transparency total. Everything will be transparent. Et il faut s'habituer, il faut se comporter ainsi. Ça devient, comment dirais-je, intégré dans votre personnalité, mais ouais. si on n'a rien à cacher, euh, il ne faut pas avoir peur. Can you believe that? Is that not staggering? What, Chris, you couldn't understand? Look, Chris, you're going to have to learn to adapt to working with a linguist. Right, I just pick up on languages. You know, you know how good I am at Spanish. You didn't understand what he was saying. I thought, I thought it was clear as day. I'll play it again and see if this helps. Dans ce nouveau monde, mm. il on doit accepter une transparence, mm. et je dirais même une transparence totale. Tout That's an important point. Pas être transparent, et il faut s'habituer. Il faut se comporter. <laughs> so ridiculous. Merci. Ça devient, comment dirais-je, intégré dans votre personnalité. Mais uh. si on n'a rien à cacher, uh, il ne faut pas avoir peur. Yeah, well, something to think about, right? Shogun, I know everyone is thinking Newsom might be the replacement for Grandpa Poopy Pants, but after the DeSantis debate, I'm not so sure. I'm started, I started thinking about other potential candidates and why they could be on the ticket. My dark horse is the current governor, Josh Sapiro. Just one PA in a landslide, it's a crucial swing state. I know you don't know much about him. What are your thoughts? His name is Larry. It says, have a Merry Christmas. I actually do know a bit about Josh Sapiro. He, he's very similar to Fetterman in that he understands Pennsylvania is not New York. Pennsylvania is not California. You can't run as a communist. Now, he is one. He's a piece of trash, but you can't run that way. That's why Fetterman has been kicking so many votes recently. That's why he's been criticizing his own party. You've seen this Kristen Cinema do the same thing out of Arizona. Why is she so willing to insult Democrats? Why is Fetterman out there insulting Democrats? Why is Fetterman out there condemning the Hamas protesters? Well, he has to try to do this, I'm one of you, just a blue-collar Democrat guy, a much more moderate guy. He's not moderate at all. Fetterman's been a communist for as long as he's been in office. He's always been a piece of crap. 
He only does the whole hoodie and shorts thing because he's trying to normalize himself and make himself more like a, like a blue-collar worker from Pennsylvania. Josh Shapiro is the exact same way. Here's the problem with that. And it's not that I don't think he's a dark horse. I do, and he's somebody you should keep your eyes on. The problem with that is that's not what the Democrat primary voter is interested in. Remember, the low TGOP, the norms and normas, they'll sit out their primary. About 20% of GOPers vote in the primary. 50% of Democrats vote in theirs. Democrats get involved in their primary to make sure they can pick the most despicable communist humanly possible. That's going to make it very difficult for Josh Shapiro unless the Democrats hand it to him, which they could do. But I actually think there's a different dark horse one that people are not talking about. And I'll tell you about that in a moment before I do that. Let's talk about the gift of pure talk. I do consider it wonderful that I finally have a cell phone company that isn't garbage. You know how much it hurts me when I have to go buy something from one of these dirtball commie companies and then you turn on the daggone television and of course it's another rainbow ad or something like that. I'm so sick of that crap. And you know what else I'm sick of? I'm sick of calling customer service and talking to Beep Beep in India or wherever he is and he doesn't understand English. He doesn't speak English and I have to repeat myself a thousand times. Pure Talk loves America. Their customer service is based in America. Your bill will drop drastically. Mine got cut in half. Here's how you switch. It's easy. 10 minutes on the phone speaking to an American, a pleasant American. Dial pound 250 and say Jesse Kelly. That'll save you an additional 50% off your first month. Pound 250, say Jesse Kelly. Switch to Pure Talk. Now's the time. We'll be back. The Jesse Kelly Show. I like it. Returns next. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. To serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come, find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so... There's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday... You can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. 
I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Thursday. Don't forget, you can send me your love and hate and death threats, even though I'll be gone for a little bit. I'll get them all when I get back. Send all that to jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Um, Corinne Diversity Hire had a rough presser today. We're looking at the month that President Biden came into office. Eggs are up 24%. Milk is up 17%. All types of gas is up 37%. And the prices overall are up 17%. So the president actually spoke to this not too long ago. And he says, we know there's more work to be done, right? And so while the prices, as you just mentioned, of eggs and, and gas and milk and toys and TVs are down, especially in this time as we're headed into a, a holiday season, as we're in a holiday season, and there's more work to be done and that's important and that's why we're fighting to lower inf- ins- insulin that's why we're, we're t- we talk about junk fees and how we can save americans money I'm, I'm gonna let her keep going but isn't that amazing yeah we know the cost of food and eggs and everything is way up but that's why we're trying to lower insulin costs and junk fees <laughs> they really don't have anything so all of those things are truly important. And you have Republicans on the other on the other side of the aisle, right, who are talking about cutting taxes for the wealthy, big corporations, right, who are talking about cutting Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid. So the president's going to continue to fight for the American people, continue to make sure they have a little bit of breathing room. There's still more work to be done, and we're going to continue to do that work. I want to ask you about right, the, the transition. Pat- and that matters, right? It matters but, but that we're not in... No, wait, wait, it matters. It ma- Let's not forget <laughs> what has been happening almost two years now right putin right putin's war vladimir putin right but that has caused inflation that has caused prices to go up right and so the president took action to make sure gas i don't want to hear that anymore chris can you pull the old maria salazar clip i missed that we haven't played the clip in its entirety in a very long time and i miss it we have this listen you know freedom is not free but uh oh for those for you new listeners I want to present you with a little clip we've played a thousand times on the show before I get back to the Ask Dr. Jesse questions. Maria Salazar was all in. She's a congresswoman, a Republican from Florida. She's also an idiot. But she was all in on the on the Ukraine stuff in the very beginning, which is fine, whatever, if, that, if that's how you feel. But she doesn't know anything 
about anything. And, and do you support a no-fly zone in Ukraine? I, I, I support everything that has to do with punishing Vladimir Putin and helping the Ukrainians. Wouldn't that mean direct conventional warfare with Russia? I don't know what it will mean, but you know freedom is not free. So you don't know what a no-fly zone will mean? If you, Do you have to shoot down Russian planes? I mean... Of course! So conventional war with Russia. Listen, thank you. <laughs> the best is the end. Listen... Thank you. You know why she did it? It was the best. She ran out of gas. She had four talking points. You know, you know she had, freedom is not free. And she had Vladimir Putin. And beyond that, she didn't know anything about anything. And so she all she could say was, listen, thanks. <laughs> Highly evolved balding chef. You stated you may be moving out of Texas in the future. Is it because of the issues at the border? Have you seen negative consequences? I'm in Pennsylvania looking to move more to a southern state. My concern is the influx of illegals. What say you? No, 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 no. Um, Texas is not only red, it's actually getting redder because of the how many Republicans are moving here in Texas. It is getting redder. Chris, stop being such a pessimist. Chris is one of these native Texans who hates it every time an out-of-towner comes in. We need reinforcements, Chris. That's why our GOP is low-T here. We need reinforcements. Anyway, it's not only red, it's getting redder. I mentioned that in the future... I think we will probably move out of Texas. That's not really anti-Texas. I love Texas. I moved to Texas on purpose without a job. Remember, this is where I found my job selling RVs. That's how much I love it here. I love the people. I love the food. It really is fantastic. The weather's the worst in the country, but the, everything else is, is awesome. I just, you know, I was born in Ohio, right? Rust Belt family construction family on the Ohio River. But then we moved to Montana when I was 10. My old man moved us out there. He was looking for work and whatnot. We found some work in Montana. So construction work. So we moved to Montana. And I I really love the mountains. I just do. Every time I visit, we just went up and saw my folks in Montana for Thanksgiving. And man, I you just when you leave Bozeman, Montana, surrounded by these beautiful mountains, and you fly back into Houston, Texas, it doesn't look the same. I miss the mountains. I, I miss the clean air. I, I just miss it. It's not an anti-Texas thing at all. I mean, obviously, Texas is feeling the, the illegal immigration thing, but we don't, don't let that stop you. If you're trying to get out of blue to red, do it. Get out of New York. Might enjoy yourself. Hey there, cheeseburger uh, meister. Quick question. Since all these communist scumbag colleges have all these courses and classes teach community uh, and they teach classes about Lenin and Marx, why don't conservative schools like Hillsdale teach a course on anti-communism? You could be a professor and the anti-communist manifesto could be a textbook. Plus, it would be playing offense. Kind of like what Ron DeSantis did in Florida. I love the show. Please say my name. His name is Sam. Or... Her name is Sam. No, no, it's it's his name, Sam. Okay, why, uh, listen. This is the problem with the American right. The American right believes that you can just say no or kind of delay them without ever playing offense, without ever doing actual anti-communism. And I've used this example before, but it's the best one I can think of. If I am in a castle, I'm in a castle. I have these walls surrounding the castle. You, me, we're in the castle. We have walls. And the enemy army shows up. And they begin battering on the front gate. 
even if it's the most solid front gate in the history of front gates, made of iron, reinforced, concrete, you name it, if I allow them to pound on the front gate without end, at some point in time, they're going to break it and they're going to come in. I have to, have to play offense and get them away from the gate. I must push back and play offense. You cannot only play defense because then you will lose. You must find a way to attack these people. And this is where the GOP, including traditional right-wing areas, like, and I don't know all the classes they teach at Hillsdale. I like Hillsdale, so I don't want to say anything about that. But even traditional right-wing or Republican areas They talk about conservatism and the Constitution and all these things, and all that stuff's fine. But they never talk about playing offense against the subhuman demons who are destroying the country. And without offense, we can't win. It's not possible to win only playing defense. In fact, if you only play defense, it's a guarantee you will lose. We joke, well, we half joke, but we talk a lot about. What these people have done to us. And the truth is, conservatism didn't manage to conserve anything. Why? Because it was always defensive. It was always, well, no. Okay, not not necessarily no, but not yet. All right, maybe I'll give up a little bit. I'll give you a little bit more, but no more than that. Always defense. Never taking ground back. That doesn't work. Anti-communism is the way forward. We must play offense with these people. Make them feel fear and pain. By the way, did you know? You know I have a TV show, right? 9 o'clock Eastern on the first TV, I have a TV show. Tucker Carlson launched the Tucker Carlson Network, and he's joining me tonight. And me and Tucker, we're just going to... We're going to gab a little bit tonight. So the first TV, 9 p.m. Eastern time, tune in. Watch me and Tucker chop it up a little bit. All right. Someone needs some advice. Trapped in a blue area. Feels helpless. Can't move. So what is the advice for somebody who can't move? Maybe that's you. Let's talk about that. Let's also talk about something that's uncomfortable. Birth rates. Here's the truth. The honest truth. The United States of America is not making enough babies to continue being a country unless we're simply going to replace all of us with illegals. That's the truth. We need more babies. We need more testosterone. Testosterone levels are half of what they were 50 years ago, so we're not producing kids. It's, it's affecting everything now. T levels do more than just give you energy and focus, improve your mood. You need them to make babies. Go get on a male vitality stack, fellas. Ladies, a female vitality stack for you. This is part of living better. It's part of having more energy. And look, maybe you're out of the baby-making game. Fine. Don't you want more energy? Don't you want to feel stronger, more focused, more logical thinking? All natural herbal supplements. That's how we do it. And the boys at Chalk have Christmas sales on, and they're huge. If you've been waiting, stop. Now's the time. Chalk.com. C-H-O-Q.com. Promo code JESSE gets you Christmas specials. Go get some. We'll be back. Truth. Attitude. Jesse Kelly.
It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Don't worry, we still have more than two hours left of the Jesse Kelly Show on an Ask Dr. Jesse Thursday. I do have to play this from Joe Biden today. I'll tell you what, this is why we needed a reckoning, because these people, they're not going to stop without one. It's a simple principle. You shouldn't pay the highest price in the world for drugs that your tax dollars have already helped create. We're already begun to secure fair pricing clauses and contracts for new COVID vaccines, three new COVID vaccines. <laughs> and we recently proposed that when a drug company prices drugs oh, okay, so high, enough, enough. man, new COVID vaccines. Yeah, I'm so excited. My heart's about to explode. Dear Dr. Greatness, I have a huge problem. Maybe you can give me some advice. He, I don't want to say where he lives. He lives in a, lives in a blue, very blue area. I've lived here my entire life. My family lives here. I have no choice but to keep living here. I have an established business here. We've been taken over by communists. We did win a few small battles in the last election with the school board and judges. My big question is, what else can one small voice like mine do to get the tide to turn? Because I feel helpless at this point. Says I can use his name. His name is Barry. Thanks, Jesse. Love your show. Okay. I get this a lot. I get it a lot. Jesse, I can't move. Jesse, I'm not allowed to move. I get my mom sick. I have a business. My kid's in school. There are a bunch of very valid reasons why people can't move. But you're stuck in a blue area. What do you do? Well, let me encourage you with something. You shouldn't take on too much. Oh, I almost forgot. I, was, I, was, I teased a dark horse Democrat candidate, Chris, and I never said it. Gretchen Whitmer. Gretchen Whipper of Michigan. Yeah, telling you she wants to be president. Anyway, back to what we're talking about. I know you care about the country, and I love that. And you care about your community, and I love that. But because we care so much, we can take too much on. I, I'll tell you, me personally, I have days, and I wish I didn't. I really wish I didn't. I have days where something terrible will happen in the news. And it will affect me in, in very real ways that my wife and kids can see. Now, what's wrong, Dad? Hey, baby, what's wrong? I, I love this place so much, and I want to save it so badly that I'll take on too much, and I'll let it tear me down, and I'll let it get to me. That's not good. You don't have to save the whole country. You don't have to save the whole planet. You don't have to save your city. What if... What if you just started talking more openly with one of your employees, with your sister? What if you got somebody more involved in politics, your son, your mom, your dad? Nobody, I, I had a, a, a pastor say this one time, it was really stuck with me. Nobody else in the world shares your exact social circle. Nobody does. No one else in the world. Your social circle is unique to you. Let that be where you do your activism. I don't have your social circle. You don't have my social circle, nor do you want mine because Jewish producer Chris is part of it. But what, Chris? Anyway, seriously, you, you have a unique social circle when you have people in your life who need to hear the truth because they can't get it anywhere else. I know that doesn't seem like a lot. But you, what you want is the same thing I want. You want, give me something I can do to save America. It's going to take all of us 
doing little things for a long time to save America. That little thing you do by talking to your sister, it's not nothing. It's something. Now, back to what we were talking about, Gretchen Whitmer. I can't believe I forgot to come back to that. Chris, that's on you. You should have reminded me. Um, Gretchen Whitmer still wants to run for president. It's a dark horse to worry about. And the fact that Ron DeSantis abused Gavin Newsom so bad during that debate. And remember, I thought that was going to be a risky debate for DeSantis. If he got up there and got his butt kicked, then it's presidential run over. He mopped the floor with that loser. That may have taken a little bit of bloom off the rose. And Gretchen Whitmer is from a swing state. She is an evil hag, and I hate her guts, but she just got elected there easily. The National Democrat Party loves that. This is someone who knows how to win elections, and she's somebody who is ambitious and wants it. Gretchen Whitmer was on the very, very short list, along with Amy Klobuchar, to be potentially Joe Biden's vice president. Did you know that? And then the Democrats put their heads together and decided, well, no, we have to have a diversity hire because diversity hire is everything they do. And so they dumped her and they picked Dome. I mean, who knows what else Dome did to earn that spot. But anyway, that's why they dumped her and picked Dome. And Chris said, yeah, attractive enough. That is true. Gretchen Whitmer is attractive enough, but not too hot. There is a rule in politics, especially for women. You can't be too hot most of the time. It ends up hurting you with other women because women are terrible to other women sometimes. (laughs) You know what? Maybe all that Gretchen Whitmer talk made you feel dirty. Made me feel dirty. Maybe what you need right now is a shower. And then you get the privilege of drying off with my towels. You have already purchased your my towels, right? You understand that they're not going to be 50% off forever. Hint, hint, wink, wink. If you're still looking for Christmas gifts for mom, somebody, how about a six-piece towel set from my pillow for $29.98? The greatest towels ever. They're so freaking soft. You can get a designer premium set for just 20 bucks more, but you can't have this deal forever. Trying to stress this. MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener's special square and use the promo code JESSE. MyPillow.com, promo code JESSE. Get some my towels. Make your entire life better. All right. I Look, I want to keep coming back to this until this really gets home for everybody. Listen closely to what Klaus Schwab is saying. In this new world, doit accepter une transparence, et je dirais même une transparence totale. Yep. Tout va être transparent. Yep. Et il faut s'habituer, il faut se comporter ainsi. Ça devient, comment dirais-je, intégré dans votre personnalité, mais right. si on n'a rien à cacher, uh, il ne faut pas avoir peur. It's true. Anyway, just, just think about that. All right, let's get to this one. Dear paintball assassin, I believe Ron DeSantis is failing to gain traction in the GOP primary because he's seen by us GOPers as a backstabber. President Trump's support got DeSantis elected as governor in Florida. Now DeSantis has turned on President Trump. It seems traitorous to me. What say you? Says I can use his name. His name is Keith. Uh, Here's what I will say to that. If you're a Trump fan, and obviously Keith is, and many people are, maybe you are. If you're a Trump fan, It is a loyalty thing for you. You, as a Trump fan, believe Trump got a very raw deal, and that's why he's no longer president. And I agree with that. That's hard to argue. He got a very, very raw deal. And therefore, you believe 
he's entitled to just be the nominee. You should be the nominee. I understand that way of thinking completely. I just don't look at it that way. I look at every nomination process, every single one, as these people need to go earn my vote. But if you're a Donald Trump fan, you would look at it that way, and that's totally understandable. I don't think that's the reason maybe the DeSantis campaign hasn't kicked off the way you think it should. We'll talk about that a little bit next. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 